What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Kempel of Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. We have a very special guest. She is zooming all the way in from London. Her name is Coach Gloria B. She is a life coach and self-love and all-around self-love. She helps survivors of emotional abuse and narcissistic abuse turn their life around. Coach Gloria, thank you so much for joining us today. This, what you do is, uh, it's very close to my heart because I can relate um, in a lot of different ways. Um, can you please introduce yourself and tell the audience a little bit about your background? Yes. Hello, everyone. Thank you so, so much, Diana, for having me. It's really a pleasure. Uh, you said a lot already. So I'm, I'm an emotional <laughs> wellness coach. I help uh, survivor overcome, survivors overcome um, emotional abuse and narcissistic abuse. And self-love plays a huge part in healing the aftermath of this kind of experiences. Um, I decided to go down this road because that's my life experience as well. I was with a narcissist for almost 15 years and they were very crucial years of my life because I started dating him when I was 18. So I really wasn't even a woman yet, you know? I was, yeah. uh, I was a girl and I, I hadn't found my identity as a woman yet. And uh, I left when I was 32. So the world that I faced at 32 was very different, was, uh, was very different than what I had experienced uh, so far and what I had expected as well. But yeah, I, I went through, in, in the space of those 15 years, I went through severe anxiety and OCD as well as a result of what was happening in the relationship. Um, I was bullied quite a lot as well. And, you know, I was bullied in childhood, but in, in the relationship as well. And then, um, yeah, I went through all sorts of gaslighting and all, all that kind of stuff. So terrible. Yeah, it is. And uh, but I've come out the other side and uh, I was so inspired and I did such a trans I had such a transformative experience that I th the way I felt, I felt like I was putting myself out there in such a different way. And people were responding to me in a very different way after my healing. Yeah. And, uh, and that's what got me thinking. And it got me thinking and I said, look, I've done this transformation myself. I got out of a very ugly situation and I've healed. I moved on and look what people look, how people are responding. They are telling me that they're being inspired and everything. And so I thought, well, what if everybody could experience this then? What if everybody could heal the, the wounds and what if everybody could actually move on? And I literally thought of the collective transformation that could happen and how much every single person could go and influence another person and then another person, you know? And uh, it was so, 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 such a, a huge pull, you know? Very powerful. Yeah, very. And and I, I even get goosebumps when I- when I me goosebumps right now, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I'm like, woohoo. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and so I decided, you know, the person who helped me at the time was a life coach. And uh, I found that the coaching practice was really, really powerful. So I decided to train myself as a coach. So I went and got myself, uh, I studied and I got myself my qualification and everything. So I now do the same for the women. <laughs> That's amazing. I don't think that, um, 
I think a lot of women or a lot of people, I'm not going to just specifically say women. I think that we yeah. are, we tend to fall into those relationships a lot more than men do, but I don't think that um, a lot of people that are in those relationships really know how to define it. They just know that they feel bad. They don't, they don't feel good about themselves. They, you know, they're on a, they're on a very downwards, downward slope in their lives. And um, when you are in a narcissistic relationship, it is so damaging that i mean it takes so long to rebuild and you even now after like i've come through a lot like yourself even now you have to remind yourself that you're worth it that you won't tolerate certain behaviors you will and you, and you don't fall back into certain patterns so what you're doing is so important and i mean it's it's like what you said here shaping a different world because yeah. you know you're never going to change a narcissist right unless they decide that they want to become a better person but you can change the person that is being exposed to that narcissist to know that they deserve something way better so i think that is just phenomenal that i mean you've gone through so much and you're i mean it is once you be once you decide to heal what the the things that open up for you in the world is just so it, it's like a whole a completely new world yeah. i mean i i've you know i've gone through a lot my husband i was i'm a human trafficking survivor you know i was into drugs back then my husband like i was with my husband for a very long time but he you know he was a little bit of a narcissist he as much as of a great life we had together it was not perfect he was also a big steroid addict so i was dealing with a narcissist slash slash almost drug addict really and that's a different kind of addict and um when he passed i lost almost everything and it was like, then I got into, it got into a relationship with a really bad, abusive, narcissistic man. And I, it took me like, it's been five years. That was right after my husband died. It took me almost those five years to finally get into an almost like a, a, a healthy relationship because it, it was just so damaging. And I was so scared that I was going to attract the same kind of man again. I'm like, I just can't do it. I can, I'd rather be alone and single than get into another relationship like that again. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so true. So true. I, I really, I really feel what you say. And, and when you say that the aftermath of this is so damaging, it literally changes your identity. Yes. It literally, this is, this is the work that I do with my clients. We literally work on identity because the cycle, the narcissistic cycle is so manipulative is literally such deep manipulation yeah. that if you if you get into a relationship with a narcissist that you are already a woman so let's say you're already in your you know in the in the uh, second half of your of your 20s you're like 25 26 nearing your 30s you already kind of know what woman you are right you already have built an identity for yourself but getting the in a relationship with a narcissist is going to take that away yeah, completely. And, and I have so many women that come to me and they say, I just want to know who I am again, because I'm so separated from that person. It feels like such a distant memory. Yeah. And yeah. then I have other clients that are like me that got into those relationships when they were really, really young. Like, like I said, I was 18. Too young. Exactly. And when you get into that, at that age, you don't even have a time to build yeah. your identity and that's that's a whole different you know story as well it's it's about uh, when you are on the other so when you come and work with a coach when you come and heal then that gets exciting because yes you get to 
face quite a lot of things that are hurting, but the exciting part is that you really, you're either reconnecting to your true essence or you're finding it for the first time. Oh, and that's cool. unbelievable, right? Yeah. When it's just such a, such a joyful and, and amazing and transformative experience. Um, so that's, that's the good part. Um, but there's a lot of stuff that comes up that we have to face. And it's, re it's really an experience that is quite hard to come to terms with. I oh think. yeah, for sure. I mean, for you yourself, and, I, and I'm gonna, I can speak for myself, but for you, I mean, it almost is like you escape out of that relationship you know and so for you as a coach being going going through that I mean that has to be very rewarding but also like like it's almost it's like watching your your client have to go through that evolution of finding themselves and breaking free and escaping from it's a prison you're in a prison when you're in that situation you really oh are yeah a hundred percent a hundred percent and for so many years I didn't even realize that I was See, exactly, exactly. And that's why I think a lot of women, I, you know, I've had girlfriends over the years and you, you hear their stories and it's just like, you know, you don't have to put up with that. <laughs> you no. know, you know, that's not healthy, right? <laughs> you know, that that's not normal. That's not, that should not be the normal for you. And it's, you know, once you've like yourself and, you know, like myself and you've gone through it and you've found yourself again and you've empowered yourself and you're just like, oh, I'm this woman, hear me roar, roar, you know, and you see a, someone who's struggling. It's like people are going to do what they want to do unless they decide that they want to change in their life and they want something better for themselves. You, you like you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink, right? So yeah. it's a, a, that it's so frustrating and it, and, it, and it hurts my heart when I, you know, when I've encounter or interact with one of my girlfriends that is going through that. I mean, luckily a lot of my girlfriends now are, are very like boss babes, strong females, but I have a few that are kind of in, in a, a relationship that is not exactly healthy and the man's a narcissist. Maybe not so extreme, but because there's different levels, right? There's different levels. Oh, there's, yeah, there's a, there's a whole spectrum, you know, even I, I always say somebody doesn't need a narcissistic personality disorder diagnosis in order to have toxic and narcissistic behavior it's a whole you know it's it's a whole spectrum of somebody can even just do what there are many many red flags and i for example um mentioned gaslighting earlier now even if gaslighting is the only thing that they do it's still abuse oh, yeah you know it's there is no tolerance to that at all like they're still being toxic and they're still abusing and they're still causing a great deal of damage so yeah absolutely i have a question for you so when someone like let's just say it is just gaslighting and this is just for anybody who's listening that might be going through something like this if you are exposed to that so many times that can really cause almost a form of a PTSD and that, and that creates a cycle or pattern in your life that if some, but something like that happens and whatever your reaction is to that gaslighting, let's say you're going to carry that forward in other relationships and you're going to be triggered through yeah. throughout your life. Yeah. A hundred percent. I'll explain this to you very, like very easy. I always say this to my clients in, the, in these terms. So imagine your brain as being your muscles, right? Yes. You go to the gym you, by repetition, you lift the weight and the muscles show up, right? And your brain, exactly. And your brain learns exactly the same way. Your brain learns by repetition. So the more repetition, the more things and the more toxic behaviors it's exposed to, yeah. the yeah. more it thinks they're normal. Yeah. 
Does that make sense? It makes so total it sense. Really, it really changes your per, the perception, like we said earlier, not only of yourself, of your own identity, but also of what's normal and what wasn't. Yeah. Not, you know? Yeah. And literally when I said, when I came out of that relationship, I, I found a completely different world that I didn't think was normal. But I remember talking to my coach and her being like, Gloria, this isn't normal for you. Right. Right. You have been through that. Exactly. But but a normal, a healthy relationship, this is how it works. This is fine. This is okay. You know, even now when I I have a, a feel amazing that I found a great partner, I have a very healthy relationship now. But the amount of time it took me to accept that, to accept that I didn't have to do everything on my own, that I wasn't responsible for everything, that I didn't, you know, it, that I had I had a say, you know, even in, a, in the relationship. I was amazed for months. I was like, oh my God, is this happening? <laughs> what is going on here? I was you deserve that though. You deserve it. Thank you. But it, it was, it's so, um, yeah, it's such a, it's really shocking. Yeah. It's really shocking. Yeah. That, that's amazing. So can I ask you a personal question? How long did it take you? And you probably still are, but how long did it take you to really like really heal from that after 15 years and, and be and find yourself into a, a healthier place? Uh, so I started my healing when I was still in the relationship. Okay. Um, yeah. So I, because this is, this is another thing with narcissistic abuse. It's very hard to leave the toxic relationship because, and in order to get to the point where you leave, you need to get yourself to a place where you're healthy. Yeah. And then you, ha- you find the strength to leave. This it doesn't happen to everyone, but it happens a lot of the time. Sure. And uh, I was uh, destroyed by severe anxiety, OCD. And, you know, I was having, if you're familiar with OCDs, obsessive compulsive disorder, it makes you do things. You have compulsions. You have to do rituals every single day because otherwise you feel that the whole world is going to collapse if yeah. you don't do it. And it's really hurtful because you know that it's not logical what you're right. doing. But yet again, you cannot stop. So I was really all stuck into this like vicious circle or cycle of the of the anxiety, which was coming from the gaslighting and from the from the toxic behaviors. Uh, so I went to see my coach uh, for the first time because I wanted to work on my OCD. And the first thing she made me do was to do a journal on all of my rituals that I had. She said, just go through them in one day and write down when you do them and what, what comes through your head when you're doing them and what, why do you feel that you have to do them? Right, right. And uh, it came up to 40. 40 different rituals? Yeah. In oh, one God, what a time waster. Yeah, exactly. And this is, <laughs> this is exactly the reason why I went because I said to her, it takes up so much of my time. Yeah. I cannot deal with this anymore. Like it takes me an hour to leave the house every morning. I was exhausted. Was the was those OCD behaviors triggered from the abuse that you're experiencing in your relationship? Yeah, it was it was a result of the anxiety. Yeah. So so OCD is is an anxiety disorder. So the, my anxiety got to that much of a of a high level that it turned into into OCD, and it's a form of control. So I felt like. I didn't have control over over my life, over myself. So I had to 
control something else. So that's why the OCD happened because I, I that gave me uh, the feeling that I was in control of something. In yeah. but in reality, I was just getting lost. But anyway, so fast forward twelve months um, uh, of the work that I've done with with my life coach, and my OCDs have gone to less than half. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. So, but now I want you to imagine, imagine a person that has 40 level of anxiety of 40 rituals compared to the person that has level of anxiety of 15 rituals. Right, right. That's a lot of clarity. Very much, very much. You're not filling up your day with unnecessary rituals, you know, whatever that might be. That's, wow. Do you still have any of those um, rituals? No, no. (laughs) And I'll tell you, I had about, I still had about 10 the week before I left him, the moment I left, all gone. (laughs) (laughs) From one day to the other, I'm not kidding you. It's crazy. I mean, and this is like, and that's why it's so important for me to like, for my podcast to hear, I mean, you know, to hear everybody's stories. It's just because that is so amazing what you've been through and people, people that might be stuck in that situation might think, oh, this is just how I am. This is just normal for me. It's not normal. It's not normal. Okay. With that being said, what can you tell us besides your own personal success story? What is a, do you have a client that you've had um, great success that you'd like to share? Oh goodness. Uh, now I have I had, high level. I had so many, uh, but one that really comes to mind. Um, she, she came to me with severe social anxiety Okay. to the point that she didn't feel safe leaving the house and and yeah it was very difficult uh anyway a lot of this stuff is is was reconnected to certain kinds of relationships and and all that and uh she has done amazing she's bought a car booked holidays for the future it's yeah can i ask so how long did that process take for her to to when working with you Uh, that took I would say four months. That's not bad. No, not at all. No, this is what I mean. Like people think that they have to do 20 years of therapy. You don't, (laughs) you really don't. And it's so important to me to talk about this because I want to change the conversation that's around these uh, healing and around those facing those things, because I feel that the healing is labeled like something is so painful, right. you know, something that is it's really painful that you have to go through and you have to go through 20 years of therapy to maybe get some results and this kind of stuff. Guys, it's not, it's really not. It's an amazing thing that you can do for yourself. And it's so inspiring. And it's honestly, like you said at the beginning, you decide yeah. it's your decision. It's your decision to say, today, I'm going to do this for myself. Today, I'm going to become this person. Today, I stop being a victim and I become a survivor. That's the, that's the, the thing, right? Yeah. It's so important. (laughs) It's so important. Honestly, I get so passionate talking about those things because. I love it. Thank you. So what, um, what is your process with someone? So do they do like a consultative call with you and then you kind of map yeah. out a, a plan? Yeah. So, so we do, we do a half an hour, 45 minutes, depending consultation. And that really allows me to see what the client's expectations are, sure. uh, what they want to achieve and in how long. 
Um, and then I, I make a plan with them. Um, but with everyone, there's obviously no standard process because everybody, even though we've gone through similar experiences, everybody really lives in, in a different way, right? Sure, sure. And uh, so what we do, the only thing that I do that's the same for everyone, um, we create a vision together. So we create, okay, if we are sitting at this table in six months time, tell me what you wanna, where you wanna be. Tell me what you want to be happening in your life or a year from now or six months from now, whenever that is. Yeah. And we start from there. We start from what they want and we start from what their desire is. Sure. And then we work and towards that thing. And when you work towards the vision, you see all those things are going to pop up. All the stuff that needs to be resolved, all the things that you need to be facing, they're all going to pop up. Uh, but a lot of the time, the greatest amount of work, it's done within the first three, four months. Sure. It's yeah. not even, you know, and then everything else is more of I'm adapting to my new life. Right. You know, I'm, I'm seeing sometimes stuff pops up again and I need a little bit of like talking it through and redirection, but the main things are just going to come up at the beginning very often. And so do they, and, and we're going to, I'm going to have you plug all your stuff here in a minute. And so throughout that process, and when they decide to hire you as a coach, do you talk to them once a week, twice a week? How often do you, do you talk to your clients? So I usually suggest the first month, month and a half to speak every week. Okay. Uh, just because, and also I do sessions that are 90 minutes, not an hour, because oh. I believe in it being quite, um, yeah, immersive and yeah, quite intense. So, um, so yeah, so the first about month, month and a half, I suggest every week so we can get to a good rhythm to a good point. And then after that, it's really, I really go with what the client is feeling. So if they say, actually um i feel quite good this week can we have it can we push it into two weeks time then i follow that because i believe that that's super empowering for a person sure. i don't want you to be tied to every week because you are going to be able to walk with your own legs right yeah. you're going to be able to do that for yourself and the moment that you feel that you're ready for that I'm just going to be like, yes, go. Go for it. <laughs> go for it. That's oh amazing. Gosh, you're awesome. I love it. So Dr. <laughs> or, sorry, Coach Gloria. Doctor, we can call you doctor too. You've gone through enough. Um, can you plug? So if anybody wants to follow you, hire you, get a consultation with you, can you please plug all your links? Yes, of course. So you can find me as, uh, at Coach Gloria B, both on Instagram and Facebook. And then you're going to have all of my links there. Um, but my main website is, I have to change the domain, but so far is the selfmasterycoach.co.uk. Um, but you'll find all the info on, on Instagram and Facebook. I talk to people quite a lot over direct messages. Sure. So please, if you just, I really believe in, in a human to human connection. So just have, let's have a chat and let's see how that goes. And then we can get you in for a consultation and see uh, how you feel. I love that. Sorry, I'm just making a note. I like to, I like to pull something out of the, uh, out of the episode to make as the title for like what you say, because I think that your words are so powerful. Uh, before I start wrapping things up, is there any last words of advice or wisdom you'd like to leave with the audience? Oh, yes, please. I would love to say that I, if you are experiencing, if you think you're experiencing a toxic relationship right now, if you have experienced it in the past, I would really like you to close your eyes and take a look inside because 100% you feel that. 
you have that instinct within you that has never abandoned you that is saying, maybe I'm made for something a little bit more than this. Maybe this isn't right. Maybe what is happening to me or what's happened to me in the past isn't really supposed to be like that. I know that that instinct is there 100%. So my word is give yourself a chance, please. And just go and see what that is. Because that thing that is screaming right there, be like, please listen to me. (laughs) That is literally your true self that is trying to get out. And for so long, for so many years, I've kept that voice quiet, but it's so not worth it. You should just, 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 just live loud. And just live loud. <laughs> yeah, that's another one. <laughs> you are beautiful. Oh my God, I just love it. We'll have to do a follow up, uh, um, yeah. Coach Gloria. That thank you for sharing your story. I can definitely connect and relate in a lot of different ways. Um, but you guys, this is your host, Deanna Kempel with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, and share. And I'll be back soon with some more dynamic guests. Thank you so much. <laughs>